Good afternoon, Patriots, and it's Friday. <clears throat> Excuse me. It's Friday, July 14th in the year 2023. We have a long, a good day today. This is Prayer Friday. I'm looking forward to this. This is going to be a good day of a lot of prayers, and like always, buckle up because we've got a lot of them to do. Before we begin, on Sunday evening, and I told you it was going to happen on Saturday, but on Sunday evening, there's going to be two shows, not just one. We're going to have one at, at 7, or I guess uh, 8 o'clock, and then we'll have one at 9 o'clock, back-to-back. There's a special edition Bards FM show that I recorded today that I really wanted you to hear, and it's with Chase Terwilliger, who is the CEO of CB Distillery. We had a great conversation, and yes, we talk about their products and so forth, but a really con- good conversation about CBD products in general, and it just gave, I think it gives a really good context into the industry, some of the challenges that they're facing with Big Pharma trying to take it over and the pressure that Big Pharma is applying to Congress to try to regulate CBD products. So anyway, it's a, it's a good interview. I'm looking forward to airing it. We'll have it up live stream on Sunday evening at 8, and then we'll go from there into Peace Be Still at 9. Those are Pacific times, just so you know, okay? So on that... One thing to be clear is that CBD products are, are outstanding for the body. 90% of the people that take CBD products sleep better if they have sleep problems. 80% who have pain, or I should say anxiety, find a relief from CBD products. And over 80% of the people that have pain following athletics or sports find relief from CBD products. And that CBD distillery is your home to get some of the best products on the market. If you use your promo code BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, you'll get 20% off. And orders over $75 get free shipping. And now that, honestly, I've had this direct conversation with Chase DeWilliger, their CEO, super impressed with their company, super impressed with their values of what they're trying to deliver, and truly is a, a, a just enhances my enjoyment of the product even more. I use the products. My mom uses the products. I really recommend you check it out. They have a full range of products for some very specific areas to supplement our body health and to re-energize and make stronger our body temple. So check it out. Go to cbdistillery.com, cbdistillery.com. Use your promo code BARDS and get 20% off. You will not be disappointed. And check that out today. It's awesome. I want to read you something here before we get going today. A couple of things. This tweet is super, super disturbing. Uh, It starts out with Peru declares a state of emergency. This is Peru amid a rise in cases of Guillain-Barre syndrome, a rare autoimmune disease that attacks the human nervous system. And then this follow-on tweet that goes with it, 90% of Peruvians have received at least one COVID vaccine dose and 84% are fully vaccinated, at least two shots, as of July 2023. I'm sure there's a, no coincidence there, right? So anyway, you can see what's happening, and it's crazy. And then from one of our B-dads down in Chile, 18 million people are in Chile. There are only 383,000 that have not taken the shot. That's the same as here. We don't have that many people in the United States that haven't taken the shot. I think it's only like 20, maybe 30% of the Americans have not taken the shot. And the rest of them um, have at least one. So if you've taken the shot, 
I'm just warning you, if you've taken the shot, I would start seeking some serious alternative therapies. One of the best that I know of because it has actual results. There's actually two. Cherry Tenpenny has been working on some processes in clinics around the country using some sort of mechanical therapy, which deals with circulation. And Dr. Lee Merritt's protocols for parasites and parasitics, which is available free on her website. You can see that. You can order the drugs from overseas. That's been a fantastic counter to some of this as well. So check those things out if you've taken the shot or if you know somebody that has taken the shot. Uh, make sure you get them in, in into some health because this is going to get a little crazy. We'll get the prayer here in just a moment. Finally, I want to read this, and then we'll do a, another call out to one of our our sponsors, and then we'll jump right into the prayer. So this is a, a post that was up on Twitter from Daniel Difference or DeFranco. Sorry, Daniel DeFranco. A rattlesnake bite. Let me start again. A rattlesnake bit one of my sheep in the face about a week ago deadliest snake that lives around here. The sheep's face swelled up and hurt her terribly. But the old rattlesnake didn't know the kind of blood that flows through the sheep. Anti-venom is, the mo- is most often made from sheep's blood. The sheep swelled for about two days, but the blood of the lamb destroyed the venom of the serpent. I was worried about the sheep, didn't, but didn't care. I was worried, but the sheep didn't care. She kept on eating, kept on drinking, kept on climbing because she knew she was all right. Often the serpents of this life will reach out and bite us. They inject their poison into us, but they cannot overcome the blood of the Lamb of God that washes away the sin of the world and the sting of death. Don't worry about the serpent or his bite. Just make sure that the lamb's blood is flowing through your veins. It's from the actual piece there is from author unknown. So good words as we begin today to reflect very deeply on the power and authorities that we have within us, especially in a time of so much craziness and upheaval where the world is literally getting turned on its head. The inversion should call this the great era of inversion as the Luciferians try to take control. Patriots, one other thing that's absolutely certain is that food is a tool of war. They're using it. They're planning on using it. There's all sorts of data showing that we're going to be short on production of food by next spring. And it's getting worse because they are literally trying to take hold of full farm sections. They're using right now in the Midwest, they're, they're taking over farms using eminent domain to set up carbon collection systems that will reduce, bring us down to a carbon net zero whatever the heck that is. All of this is designed to destroy the food production in the United States. We've had facilities burned down across the United States. Those are food processing plants. Distribution and logistics supply chain systems are are being broken and and being stressed by the lack of people, many of which have been consequence of the death shot. So you need to make sure you've got a solid food program in your home. That should include growing and and saving seeds. That should include things that you can and set aside. That should also include emergency food supplies that are good and will last for well over 25 years. Those sorts of emergency food that if you have to pivot and relocate, you can grab and go. Or if anything, everything suddenly falls apart, you have something to fall back on. It's a great insurance policy. And that's why we have My Patriot Supply. 
They are the nation's number one supplier of emergency food. Great company, great product line, full nutritious nutritious meals that taste great as well. The full range of things in there in every meal uh, with plenty of calories for every day. You can get those meals enough for like a month or even 90 days, much preferred for your family, so that you have one for each member of the family. You can keep them on, in storage and have them there. Like I said, great insurance policy. So head on over to preparewithbards.com, preparewithbards.com. Take advantage of the sales that are on right now. Take advantage of the great offerings that they have. This is a critical time to make sure that you don't have any gaps in your food survival plan. This is critical. So again, preparewithbards.com. That's taking you over to My Patriot Supply to the best supplier of emergency food in the country. Preparewithbards.com. Check it out and check it out today. It's awesome. All right, Patriots, we've got a lot of ground to cover today. And we got to get ourselves tuned up and ready to go. We uh, I just need to get to the beginning of these prayers, so bear with me just a minute. Okay, let's see where we're at. I think we're there. Stand by. Okay, I found it. There we go. All right. All right, we're going to begin. Let's get things set and get everybody comfortable. If you need to get a glass of water, better go get it. I have mine here. And we're going to like welcome in the Holy Spirit and say, hey, come on, let's, let's kick some demons out of this place today. Father God, we come here today assembled and blessed as we are on our Fridays, our prayer Fridays, where today we are literally declaring our, our authorities given to us by Jesus to step into this place as the sons and daughters of the Most High to pray now for healing, to cast out demons, raise the dead, greater works than he, whatever is put before us, Father. So we ask for your blessing today as we declare these authorities, as we step into this amazing prayer session to be able to now guide people, raise them up, strengthen them in the body of Christ, and guide them forward with a deeper love in you. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. All right, let's start today with some praise reports. My aunt that I asked for prayers for came out of surgery yesterday and things are looking pretty good. You all are amazing. Thank you for taking time for her. Love you all, Florida Marine. Well, Father, thank you for the update and thank you for the blessings that was have been given to Florida Marine's aunt. We just pray for continued, rapid, amazing, miraculous healing and just want to see her whatever the surgery was, to see that just quickly heal and have her back on her feet and back to normal and back with the family. Amen. Hi, family. Some months back, I put my mother on the prayer list. At that time, I was pretty sure she wouldn't be around for much longer. Now, thanks to your prayers and our father, I am sitting in the parking lot at a restaurant in Pismo Beach waiting for her and her friend to meet me for lunch. Praise Jesus. That was Monday, 7, 10, 23. So that just happened four days ago. And I wanted to take this time to thank Scott for Friday Prayer Group and all of you for the prayers. Always, JC. Well, praise Jesus. That is awesome. And thank you, Father, for this amazing update. We know you are the God of the living God of miracles. And so we just continue to be grateful that we're able to be here today and to celebrate in this prayer success and to just 
feel the joy of JC. And so, Father, we just also just pray for just an overwhelming flood of the Holy Spirit over this family, a hedge of protection around them to keep them solid and strong, and just to keep their faith growing deeper in you with each and every step. In Jesus' name. Praise report. Thank you, Bard's Prayer Warriors and our blessed Lord Jesus regarding Sarah B., who we prayed for last week. Her lymph nodes are fine, so nothing was has spread, which is wonderful. They have not looked again at her intestine, and surgery is still scheduled, but hopefully when they do look, there will be there will have been a total healing. If you do operate, it's not if they do operate, it's not a huge operation. So a repeated prayer that she will be able to mother their adopted girls for many years to come along with praises and thanks would be much appreciated. God bless and thank you all, D. Well, Father, thank you. And we praise to you, Father God, for the amazing, amazing healing. And the lymph nodes are now down. And that means that the threat of cancer has gone. And we just pray for a continued flow of the Holy Spirit. But Father, we want the whole thing. We want like the the full the full serving, the 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 seventy two ounce steak, not just the not just the skimpy one. So we're asking for a complete and total healing of Sarah B. We want to see her intestines healed. We have two, she has two beautiful children that she's taking care of, or maybe more. They're adopted girls, at least more than one. And we just want her to be there for them, to give her the, her to be the testimony to those young girls that prayer heals and that she's an example of it. So, Father, we just pray with the authorities given to us by Jesus, a complete and total healing of her body, her body temple restored, turned back to the perfection of kingdom intended, no more problems with the intestine. We pray into that, Father, and we declare it, actually, so that those young girls will have a mother and that they can truly experience the love of the mother and the miracles, be witness to the miracles of healing so that they themselves can be inspired to become other, another future part of the army, of the mighty army of kingdom and Jesus in the years to come. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Praise report. After the group prayed for the meeting I had to attend last night, the one I was going to quit as I was being treated unfairly. Papa told me just to go and be joyful. I had to get myself out of the way. So as soon as I got there and gave everyone a hug, I was pulled aside and told that I could speak on speak to the group. I wasn't prepared, but my message, my message was heard. Papa is so good. Amen. Mary all in. Well, praise Jesus. Thank you, Father, for opening the doors that only you can open. And thank you for the reminder of the great power that we have in this world when we walk truly with joy of the, of the Holy Spirit and get ourselves, our ego, out of the way, which is great. So we just thank you for this great report from Mary all in. And we just praise her and pray for her health and continued strength in this walk to confront evil, to crush and stomp on scorpions and snakes, and to take dominion over this evil that it's everywhere. you got to stop it, Father. So thank you. This is a great report. Thank you so much, Scott, for the prayers for Olivia and I. And this is in the UK, folks. I'm truly thankful for my sister in Christ, Megan, for her heart prayer requests, and to, and to you for the powerful Holy Spirit-led prayers for my daughter and I. Remember, she had the asthma attack, if you remember. 
He knows exactly what needed to be prayed, and I thank you for being that obedient and the willing vessel. Olivia is doing well. She is recovering and healing. All the glory to our God. Thank you, Scott. Thank you, Megan. And thank you, Jesus, Naomi. Well, Father, we just want to thank you for this amazing report and thank you for the blessings over this young girl, Olivia, and the mother, Naomi. And thank you for this amazing Bard's Nation who just comes together and prays like, like wildfire. And just we get in it, we dig it out, and we just crush the evil. So, Father, thank you. We're, we're just blessed to hear these great stories as we understand so many times that we need the trials before us to make us stronger. We need to be refined in the fire. But that refinement of fire is a refinement of fire and getting rid of the muck and healing us to be powerful in the Holy Spirit. And so we pray truly that this experience, will, that Olivia will continue to heal fully, recover fully, and not even have asthma anymore get rid of it and that her body's will, her body will be perfectly restored and recovered and in the process she'll feel that glory of the holy spirit within her as her mother gives an example she herself will live it and become yet another great testimony and power in the kingdom as she grows in Christ's name so this is from Jenny Lynn can i ask you all to pray for my daughter her fiance, Carlos, and my grandson, Charlie, they are struggling financially. They are behind on their mortgage. Um, on their mortgage, on they say, I guess they have mold, lead, and asbestos saturated house. They are trying to catch up with their mortgage and make enough money to pay on the insurance deductible to repair the house. I hear these prayers, I, I just get this like wallop and it's like there's reasons that all these obstacles are put before us. And I think that it's important and we, we it's kind of what I spoke about last night, I think, um, or the night before, whatever. But it was when we were talking about John 5 and I'm going to read that in fact, it's very appropriate for this. A man was there who had been ill for 38 years. When Jesus saw him lying there and knew that he had already been a long time in that condition, he said to him, do you wish to get well? The sick man answered him, sir, I have no man to put me into the pool when the water is stirred, but while I'm coming, others, coming another steps down before me. Jesus said to him, get up, pick up your pallet and walk. Immediately the man became well and picked up his pallet and began to walk. So I, the word here, it, so I, was, I could see now why God wanted me to read that. It's just very clear. I mean, this is, a, we're praying to have something fixed. And I think the question is, I mean, do you want to be healed? And that's a deeper question. I'm just going to speak here in this, in this prayer request. That there's a question for all of them. Do you want to be healed? And if you do, get up. Pick up your pallet and walk. We tend to get very wrapped up in our stories that anchor us. And there's a lot of story here. And Father, we pray absolutely for the for the healing of all of this and the restoration of this. But more importantly, we pray for the clarity to see. Sometimes we have to look at things differently, see them with a clear eyes, understand what the challenges is before them. And there's something here that they're not seeing. So these challenges need to be looked at. And this is a change in life. This is a, a split in a road, 
a path that now one is being offered that isn't being seen because it's being obscured by all the chaos around the mold, lead, asbestos, and the mortgage. So sit quiet and pray, and we pray that this, this clarity will come, and in so doing, that the release will happen, that the and Father, we just pray for that release, that whatever the bondage and bindings are that are holding them back, that they are released from that and can see clearly where to move and to literally get up, pick up their pallet, and walk. Guide them, Father, open those doors that only you can open. Bless them and fill them with the Holy Spirit. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Prayer appreciated for new residents by September 1. This comes from Switchrod. He's out of residence right now. Great Friday prayer time in the vineyard. My family is a bit frustrated. I'm not expressing the proper urgency. He signs no lukewarm in Christ. I also know that he's had an offer from somebody in Redmond to go work on a project to help set up a sanctuary for children. So we're going to include that in this prayer. Father, we just pray pray for Switchrod. I'm going to pray, begin with just a hedge of protection around him and a full and total flow of the Holy Spirit from this heavenly to the earth and to just rid him of any of the ailments that he's struggling with right now, to heal his body and restore his body to full function. And that in this process of being restored, that these this moment in time where there is a gap between residents that this is an opportunity now to see clearly the field that's before him and take this door that's now been opened in Redmond, Oregon. We just pray that that door will open widely and invite him in so that he can be there and to become part of something fantastic. The heart of his heart is to become part of something in, in related to Operation Vineyard. So, Father, we ask for those blessings to pour down upon this man, to fill his heart fully and to be able to step into a world where he can truly put his hands in the earth to sow the seeds, to build the things that need to be built to create a safe haven, a kingdom safe haven for children. We say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. This is a great story I'm going to read. This is from Casey Bird for Jesus. It says, God, Jesus, Mars FM, thank you and God be with you. We were going to cut a, a Tamarack last evening, father spoke to me, walk to the gate and watch. So I didn't get into the UTV. That's a side by side for those who don't know. And as my husband was getting around the gate, the soft bank gave way and he rolled it onto the passenger side. Thank Jesus he was not hurt. And I listened to the utterance of the Holy Spirit. Well, Praise Jesus, and thank you for Casey Bird, for Jesus, for this great testimony and a reminder again of listening to the words of Father and the Holy Spirit. It's not an occasional thing. It's not on a Sunday thing. It's always in our lives. And so, Father, we're praying here that just that awakening in the heart can just continue to just open wide and that those opportunities now for us to step in boldly into this next step, to walk into that place as Jesus walked, that door that's now open that we can release ourselves from the bondages of this moment in time and start stepping forward into truly a new way of thinking and walking, eyes clear, ears open, scales falling from our eyes and our vision to see clearly as you see, Father. And we ask for that blessing, declare that blessing in Christ Jesus' name.
I have a prayer request, if you don't mind. This is a friend of mine. He's a Special Forces veteran medic. Really, really good guy. So he says, I have a prayer request, if you don't mind. My father-in-law in Romania is an alcoholic, and his binges have put him in the hospital many times in the past. As you progress... As you progress now, the illness doesn't affect just the one individual, but the whole family. It really stresses my wife and in the effect of the family. She feels like she is always responding for not being responding for not being there and supporting him. Her stress turns into a short temper and sometimes attacks her kids and me. She is normally an exceptional wife and mother. Please say a prayer that my wife realizes that this is not her fault and pray for her father that needs to realize the pain he is causing, that he realizes that Christ is the answer and not the bottle. Thank you, brother. I know this man. He is a wonderful father, and he has a wonderful family and a wonderful wife. Okay. Father, demons are just, oh, I'll tell you, we're going to wage some war right now. So, Father, we're going to begin today just with a prayer of protection and a hedge of protection around the family. And you know the name of the family. And we're going to put that hedge of protection there. And we're just literally going to pray that this hedge of protection just fills, fills the whole interior of this with the Holy Spirit. Just to take away and cleanse the hearts that are there. And that bond that is between the mother or the other and the daughter, such a powerful bond, and it's a difficult one that pulls on the heart, especially by distance when we can't be there. And there's guilt there. There's guilt. So, Father, we're praying and we're declaring this a breaking of the chain of guilt that's sitting on that heart. It is now broken. It is no more. And we're just praying that the, the, the angelic can step in here and just flood that space. And Jesus, this is a time when we need a presence on two continents, in fact. We need a presence here just to hug the wife, touch her, and let her feel your presence to just realize that she's okay. There's no guilt. She doesn't have to carry that burden of her father. The sins of the father do not carry forward. And we're going to put an end to that. That's almost like a generational burden, more, not quite a curse, but it's a generational burden. And we're putting an end to that. So, Father, with that, just to fill this family with strength and to put eyes on the husband and to hear his voice of wisdom, a veteran of war, a veteran of combat, working impossible hours right now to get his new house done a place, a sanctuary for the family. And may that new sanctuary be completely blessed and surrounded with the Holy Spirit. And as they step into that, may the shackles of all this other just continue to just fall off of each of them as they step into this new step, just a new beautiful step into a beautiful, holy, blessed space for the Father. And Jesus, we just ask that you can make your presence known. This is one of these dark demons that gets hold of us, alcoholism. And unfortunately, it is one of these that tries to convince us that we can't live without it, and it creates a physical addiction. So, Father, we're just praying for a complete flooding of the Holy Spirit through his body. And whatever the demonic is that's there, 
you're now rebuked. And there's a hedge of protection around him. And the demons, you've already been, you've already been dealt with by Father, but this time we're going to help it along. That hedge of protection has got a live wire around it. And if you so touch it, we're going to turn you over to Jesus to have him cast you wherever he wants. That's, that's in his hands now for total judgment on the moment. If you come near this man anymore, he is now in a safe place that we've created, a hedge of protection around him. And we're praying here, Father, and declaring that there's an experience with the Holy Spirit and with Jesus, that he can have that encounter to such a profound level to realize that these things that he's trying to run from, whatever they are, no, they're okay. You're forgiven. Your heart is forgiven. Let the burdens go. And just like the burdens he's trying to put on his daughter, the chains and the burdens, he's trying to pass those on in a generation, no, they stop with the Father. And those chains now, are we're, we're cutting those chains, but to cut those chains fully and to heal that heart, we're praying for an encounter with the Holy Spirit. We're praying, Jesus, you can be there so that he can look in the mirror and realize he is forgiven for whatever those things are that he's carrying. He's forgiven. And let the healing begin. Let the healing begin. Let the taste of alcohol be sour and bitter and unsatisfying. And no matter how much he drinks, it will not produce the results anymore. It'll just be like be drinking, be like drinking pee water. It'll taste bad. It'll have no effect. It just tastes bad. It makes you want to stop drinking. That's over. There's no more tie to that. And now the full restoration of the body. As the alcohol goes, the purification of the body flows, and the body is restored back to its greatness as it is intended in kingdom. Bless this family, bless this Father. We say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Prayer request. This is uh, for today. Good morning, family. I don't often ask for prayers, but this morning I woke to a text from my dad. My aunt had texted him that her husband had a stroke last night. They're currently at the hospital running a bunch of tests. My uncle found out about seven years ago that he had a brain cancer, but the miraculous beat and odds, he miraculously beat the odds and has been in remission ever since. I still don't know much, but I know that my uncle, Joe, is in serious need of prayers. Also, my aunt Sharon, she needs prayers and strength to get through this. They both attend the same church as my family and me. Every week they are there. They have a tremendous love for Jesus. And now more than ever, I pray that they turn to him through the, these trying times. I've witnessed firsthand how powerful our team of prayer warriors here truly are. So, I, so today, I come to you all humbly and ask for you to please keep Aunt Sharon and Uncle Joe, especially in your prayers. Thank you all so very much. Well, Father, this seems, seems kind of like a no-brainer. I mean, we got some people loving Jesus, and we got a little problem here with some ailments. So we're going to just declare absolute and total healing. And with that, we, we, we're going to do better than that because we want to have absolute and total healing. We're declaring this on, with the blood of Christ. We declare this on the authorities given to us here, Father, to have absolute and total healing. 
healing for the whole family, healing for Uncle Joe and Aunt Sharon. And that this will just, the Holy Spirit will just flood through them. But we're praying for something even greater. We're praying for a healing in the presence of you, Jesus, to have them witness and be to see you and to empower and deepen their love for one another through you, to be able to see that and to see themselves through you, not see themselves eye to eye, but through the body of Christ. And so we're praying for this miraculous event of healing as this text obviously is was sent from from Punky's, this is from Punky, this is from Punky's dad. And obviously it's weighing heavy on the family. And Father, this is awesome anyway, because we already know that we prayed for Punky and she's had a miraculous healing herself. And so we're just going to kind of flow that whole power and declare healing over the entire family. And we're just seeing that come together and we're seeing that love and Jesus spark within, within Aunt Sharon and Uncle Joe at a whole new level, a joy that comes out of this, not a burden. Again, it's it's like the, the man sitting sick for 38 years. Pick up, pick up your pallet and walk. Get up, pick up your pallet and walk. And so we're declaring those words over Aunt Sharon and Uncle Joe. Pick up your pallet and go and walk. Be healed, as Jesus would say, be healed. Forget the stories of the past. You've already overcome greatness. So reach into him and feel that joy of our Savior, of our Lord and Savior, and let it fill you with the Holy Spirit in such a miraculous way that you can literally get up, pick up your pallet, and walk in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. By the way, just so you know, Punky has had like with, with prayers and everything else. She's been like kicking it. She was in the hospital for surgery, out of the hospital the next morning and back to like taking on her, I think she calls it pita, her her uh, sourdough bread, pain in the blank bread. Um, so that's that's punky. So she's, she's already just like flowing with the Holy Spirit, which is awesome. Totally cool. And she can never keep the bread flowing enough because it gets... It gets savagely ambushed every time it comes out of the oven, I'm told. It's hard to keep it around. Anyway, another prayer here. I've been following Scott for several years now, and his faithful and his, he is faithful in prayer. It came to me he needs more prayers as he has this commission. Prayers up, warriors. See Yahweh. Well, thank you. All right, we can pray for that. We can pray for this commission. This is awesome. There's a lot of things we can pray for in this, too. If you'll join me. Father, I just want to thank you for this unbelievable, blessed commission that we've had. And as it becomes increasingly clear, it's just it's stunning to me the vision that you gave. And even tonight, I'm going to be talking about it on the show, as you know, as I prep before this show today. Father, what we've really witnessed is you gave us a commission to set up a network across this nation, a network that was pillared on three things, communication, intelligence, to be able to identify our enemy and create safe havens for children. And in the original intent, Father, that spark and inspiration came from the film Sounds of Freedom. But there were other things that you flowed onto this. You, you gave me the word, don't raise money for this now. Use the resources you have. Find the passions, get within yourself and 
Get yourself cleaned up, unhooked from the past. Be prepared to step into something greater. And all of these things are proving to be necessary as news breaks of various things of poor fundraising and misguided monies and the distorted priorities of, of child sex trafficking, knowing that the entire problem of the world centers here on the United States. So, Father, we're grateful and thank you for that clarity right from the very beginning. And you've also continued to flow through this amazing understanding that this takes many forms. This isn't just children that have been sexually trafficked. It's combining that with children that are in need of good, solid education and healing from this destructive nature of this world that we were in right now of trying to convince kids to be ideologically bent and upside down or the homeless crisis and the exposure to drugs that kids have. There's a variety of layers of this that will shape themselves in each county and many times in different areas in the county. There'll be multiples of these and you're showing this. And so, Father, we continue to thank you for this. And, Father, you've also shown me the vision to make county strongholds, the first one being this county I'm in, with unbelievable things that are beginning to happen here. So as those will will hear this prayer, we're praying for regional champions to step up and declare our authority in our region that we live, to step on the lands that we know we need and proclaim them to be kingdom and to claim them, to proclaim them in the name of regional champions. And in so doing, to trust in all the resources that will flow down to make these things happen. We pray for the clarity of vision as we step forward. And in this county, Douglas County in Oregon, to make this, as you have shown me so many times now, to make this a national pivotal stronghold, something that when people literally walk across the border, they'll feel the power of the Holy Spirit. And then showing me as you did that this will grow like a wave across the nation, flowing down and through to each county forward. And so for all those that will join in this prayer, we just pray that this will be a powerful kingdom stronghold. It will draw people to this county to be part of this inspired movement, not just centered around the children, but to be breaking and building around that, to build networks of economies and and connectedness that's unprecedented, that will raise up the power of the Holy Spirit that will then grow and to move across this nation in a powerful wave of healing and restoration to rescue, to heal, and to restore. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. And thank you, see Yahweh. That was nice. Hi, Bart's family. I'm look I'm a longtime listener, but can rarely be on chat. I'm from Michigan. And I'm either working or it's late, and I and I listen while I'm trying to settle in for the night to sleep. My name is Michelle. Our family desperately needs prayers. Our children were both adopted at birth. Both birth families have a history of mental illness and other things we are experiencing. There is so much emotional conflict in our home and has been from the beginning. Our kids are now 16 and 13. My husband and I are both believers and very active in our faith and our church. We are asking for deliverance prayers for both our children. There is an evil spirit at work here, and I know prayer is the only way. Please include us in bended knee today. We are so tired and feeling so discouraged. Thank you. Well, Michelle, there's no reason to feel discouraged anymore. 
once we once we speak our truths to God, it is so important for us to understand the importance of speaking truths of what we truly need. I so value this testimony as a reminder of why it is important for us to speak our truths and not try to give some of these like anonymous or unspokens. They don't have meat. They don't have substance. There's no meat on the bones. This has clarity. And Father, here's these prayers, and here's this request, and we're going to join into this here. Father, with the authorities given to us as we step into this place and share this moment with Michelle and her husband and her two children, it's a beautiful family. There's great hearts here, but there's a generational curse that's lingering on. These are these are holding and binding the children, preventing them from feeling the love of their parents. And with this, it's starting to creep in like a black goo into the hearts of Michelle and her husband. Not that they are not believers, but it's the weight of it. It's been kind of moving into the house through the children. So, Father, we begin by placing a powerful and strong hedge of protection around this home. And around each of the children, we're lifting up a powerful armor, your armor, Father, to wrap them in. And Jesus, we're just asking that your arms just wrap around this family and the Holy Spirit just flow through. And those bonds, those demonic bonds, we're now breaking them. And Jesus, what we're asking here is that the children can witness you and speak your name, speak Jesus. And in the, with those words, let the demons hear the power of those words. Until then, the hedge of protection precludes the demons from having any impact on those children's lives anymore. And the Holy Spirit's flowing through the hearts of Michelle and her husband, cleansing that and cleaning that and reinforcing the armor. This has been a heavy weight to carry. It's been some time, but their hearts are so wonderful to take these children in, to love them like their own. So this is a moment now when we're placing a powerful flow of the Holy Spirit from heaven to earth. And this hedge of protection flows from top to bottom, top down, and there is no demons that can touch this space. In fact, as the demons come near them, you have already been cast out. And yet, once again, you're reminded that there is a strong, rigid power line put around this. That if you so come near this family, it will be to Jesus to decide if he wants to send you directly to the lake of fire. But you will be bound nonetheless with these words. Jesus is Lord for eternity, you will speak that. The power of the demonic has no more influence on this family. And the darkness now is being pushed back. And the Holy Spirit is flowing through and flowing in. There's, there's brokenness around. It's like looking at a, a, a car that needs tender, loving care. It's dusty in places. It's, it's got a wheel, a tire that's flat or getting flat, it's, it's, it needs a new hood ornament, it needs a few things. It runs great, but it's getting rough. It needs new shocks. All these things to, that aren't hard to do, the car is structurally sound, but it needs tender loving care. So Jesus, we're just seeing your hands wrap around them as that Holy Spirit flows through. It becomes that, you're becoming that mechanic. All these little pieces are getting repaired. And the demonic is pushed back. And the children's hearts are being filled with the power of love. The love that comes only from you, Jesus. 
and the witnessing, and this is the power. Let them witness your presence, Jesus. We ask this in your name, to witness the pre- your presence there so that the scales can be balanced and these little ones can be just emboldened with the power of love. How they choose is their choice as always, but to truly be able to reconcile the love of the parents with the love of you, Jesus, and to bring unity and healing to this family that any of the scars that are there are just smoothed back to perfect skin and they're restored perfectly to the glory of kingdom in this home. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. I'm also a homeschool mom and worship leader. I'm putting together a retreat for women in our community to step into kingdom work. The attacks have been relentless since I started the planning, physical for me and emotional for all in our home. Thanks, Bard's family. Ellie Love. There will be no more attacks on this family. And the attacks will stop as of this moment. We declare those things in the name of Jesus as we establish a hedge of protection around this. Powerful hedge of protection that puts demons on notice. That you shall not have any place to tread here. And in so doing, you will be immediately bound to speak the words, Jesus is Lord for eternity. And we hand you over to Christ for terminal judgment. Leave this family alone. We pray as well for this vision in the community, for the women to step into to kingdom work. We pray that it's totally blessed, Father, just a flowing of blessings across all the work in this community to inspire the hearts of the women to stand up and say, yes, send me, and to feel that tremendous flow as the demonic is pushed back and as the Holy Spirit fills that void to step in and flow through this community powerfully. And we declare this, Father, to to see a healing across this community and let the power of the Holy Spirit fill the hearts of each and let inspire the women in this community, the mothers, the daughters, the grandmothers, the widows, to say yes and to come together and to declare, send me in Christ Jesus' name. Recently, my cousin, Phil, 48, dove into his pond and broke his neck. As of right now, he's paralyzed from neck down. Please pray for miraculous healing for his feeling to come back. It's been really hard on everyone. Thank you, the gray room. Wow, that reminds me of a story. There was a young boy uh, he was actually I say young. He was a little bit older than me, but he was in high school. So in this, my respect, reflective now of the story, he would have been young. Good family, doctor, everything. And he jumped off the bridge diving in a place that happened. People were diving, but he, same thing. It was a shallow spot in the river and hit his neck and broke it and was paralyzed. And he was fortunate, but it always struck me because Here you had a doctor that was a healer that couldn't heal him. And now I know why God wanted me to tell that story because we are the healers. We are the ones that bring healing into this world. We have used that as our authorities, our prime directive from the Lord, other than spread the gospel of Jesus Christ. We are to heal the sick and heal the broken. So, Father, we're 
we're putting all of our focus on Phil right now, 48 years old. And we're just praying for a full body healing and a restoration. We're declaring this in the name of Jesus, that literally that whatever's broken, it's now being fixed and mended. And in this time, this interim where there has been no feeling and there's been a moment of paralysis, may the love of Christ fill his body. I don't know where Phil is in this place, but I do know this. I do know that if the only way that we get to a place is to open our hearts to Jesus. And so as we pray for Phil, we pray for the understanding of where this healing is coming from. It's coming from his cousin. It's coming from his family. It's coming from an extended body of Christ to flow through. And it's coming from the Holy Spirit. And it's coming from you, Jesus, and the sacrifice that you made and the blessings that you've given us, Father. So we declare healing over Phil to restore, to literally, to rescue. And this is the point here. We're rescuing him where he's at. No darkness, no doubt. Take the doubt from his heart. Remove that and fill that void with the Holy Spirit. So there's your rescue. The rescue's happened. Now heal. And we pray into the healing with the authorities given to us. Let us do greater works than he, because not only will we do healing, but Jesus, we're asking for full restoration of the body. And so the gray room and to fill, I speak these words. These are the words for you. Read John 5, 5 to 9 and remember, get up, pick up your pallet and walk. Choose to be healed. In Christ Jesus' name. Hey, Bards Nation. Asking for prayers for my niece, Cassie, her husband and and their blended family, four kids in the home in Texas. Short version. This kid never had a chance. Drug-dealing addict father who is now living as a a woman. Her mother, my little sis, died in 2015. She was kicked to the state group homes much of, of her childhood while her siblings remained in the home. She has PTSD and is, and is a trauma survivor and much more. Worse, she thrives on those diagnoses. She has no real adult coping skills. Right now, she can't work, foot surgery, husband makes minimum wage, and they have no money, no food stamps, etc., I am helping her find resources, but the Lord has given me given, been very clear I am not to send money. What to pray? A real encounter with the Lord, strengthen discernment and opening of doors for resources that will help them grow up and get a handle on life. And grace and grace, much grace. She has seen and suffered so much pain and abuse. Thanks, y'all. Stick around and I'll go family member by family member. I could monopolize y'all's praying time. We are many and we are a mess. God bless y'all, Julie Ross. Okay. Well, when you see things like this, this is this is the this is the reason that trauma becomes such a staple in the ruling of our world. Because once you establish trauma like this, it becomes like a generational curse. 
And there's a lot of that here. And there's a with one leads the other. So there's a there's some real there's some real burdens here. We're gonna we're gonna really focus in on those chains that are binding. And there are some real chains. Cassie's being held back. There's some real demonic activity around her, and she's got some real heavy chains and whispers of it's almost like a spirit of, of immaturity that's settled in. And that can happen with trauma because we can go back and want to stay in a childhood state rather than moving forward. Her husband is kind of an anchor. It's almost like a it's a it's a fat, lazy spirit that's hanging around there. It's kind of just weighting him down. It's the it's and and it's a there's a lot of there's a lot of heaviness, almost like uh, fatality, fatalness, and doom or, or depression that's settled in to convince them, even though they have kids. It's just like there's an acceptance. It's it's the same thing. They've accepted the story that's put before them that's been shaped by the demonic world, and that has to be broken. So there's there it is right there. So Father, we're 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 praying into this with Cassie and her husband and the four children. And what we're praying here is so many levels, but we want to begin with just praying into this narrative that's engulfed them. It's just like wrapped them up into this darkness to not be able to see past a veil that the father of lies is wrapped around them and the demonic is reinforcing and convincing them of this world that they live in, no accountability, lethargy, weightiness. There's no escape there's constant cycles of problems. And with this, there's so much trauma within Cassie. So we're going to focus in on Cassie here, Father. We're, we're separating and severing those chains that are binding her. There's a hedge of protection around this family and their home, and there's now a, an armor and a hedge of protection around Cassie. I don't know Cassie's relationship with Christ. I know she needs one more than ever right now. And so... As we push and, and we rebuke the demons that are there, we're praying into the filling of her heart and, and her whole body with the Holy Spirit. And Jesus, we just pray that you can make your presence there, especially with the, with the children. This is, a, this is a household that's just like swirling with demonic stuff. And so we're, we're pushing all that out. We're literally flowing the Holy Spirit in as we build this bubble and powerful hedge of protection around them that's going to go from heaven to earth. It's around them. It's protecting them now. The demonic is put on notice. No more. You're, his family is off limits. And to come near that is going to be like touching a live electric wire. And you will be bound to speak the words, Jesus is Lord for eternity. And we turn you over instantly and immediately to be handled by Jesus himself. You've already been cast out. Now he will provide judgment for the moment. And whether he sends you to the lake of fire is to him, but you will nonetheless speak Lord of Jesus for eternity. And for this family, let them, let them begin the process of healing. Cassie needs healing. Let this experience flow through her and the burdens that she's had from the past and these things that are, she's dealing with this. We're rebuking the demonic around her and filling her full with the love of Jesus. And may that inspiration be able to give her eyes to see, let the scales fall and let her truly see whom she serves. Let there be a spark of inspiration that breaks the bonds, the ankles that are chained, that's chains that are onto the ankles of the husband to give him inspiration to step up and to believe in himself. 
It doesn't come out that way, but that's in the heart. The heart is telling him he can't. He's a failure. Not whisper. It stops now. And, Father, as we restore this household and inspire the, the walk into life, may they find the experience that leads them, encourages them to start looking towards the book, to start reading and in having the experience with Jesus that opens their eyes truly to make the choice of whom they will serve. And with all of this, as we continue to pray that these, these children are able to witness the same. Children are blessed because they have eyes still to see. Let them not be corrupted and let, they, let them see past the veil and experience this. And let the children be as inspiration to the parents. Let this gloom, it's, it's a really perverted, demonic gloom that's around this family. Repressed, it's like trying to keep them down mentally, keep them down intellectually. It's broken now. This is cast away. And let the flow of the Holy Spirit flow in and raise this family up, strengthen them, and lead them to a decision point where they can truly see their Lord and Savior. And let that fill their heart. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. We need prayer for my friend Keith's, Keith, son Clayton Jacks, to give him a burning desire to leave the lifestyle that he is in, LGBT, and find the true love in the people who do love him. So it's Keith's son, Clayton Jack. Um, the most true love and move back to Christ where he was before. Testimony. Thank you, Scott, for your direction. We have left the church, me and Keith, and started a home church where we fly a, a bard's flag. Awesome. Need a picture. Send that. That'd be good. We told Father that if... If it was only us two, we would do it, and amazingly, it has grown to 10 already. We need a picture of this congregation at a home church. This is awesome. And the church that you have prayed on that we were at, the people are already, the people are already seen and wanting to leave from the dead stone walls and the monkey butt preaching <laughs> where he is just showing off his butt, Jeffrey Edwards. Yeah, we, all, we need a little bit of humor today. All right. Well, Jeffrey, bless you, and may may the Lord continue to f bless your ministry in your home as a home church, and deeply honored to have seen the black, to hear the story of the black flag, to give no quarter to evil. So, Father, we just pray for a blessing over Jeffrey Edwards and his friend Keith, that their ministry now can continue to inspire the people, more people in this community, that their words will flow far beyond the walls and touch the hearts, especially of the youth. And that leads us to Keith's son, Clayton Jacks. To begin with, this is a this young man is now off limits to the demonic world. We are rebuking any activity around him in the name of Jesus. And like we have been establishing, there's a live wire, like an electric wire, that if demons come near him, immediately you are bound for eternity to speak the words, Jesus is Lord. And Jesus, we immediately hand these demons over to you for whatever rebuke or judgment you wish to cast and use or declare. But Father, we're using our authorities here today to, we're declaring truly a clarity of the eyes to see from Clayton Jacks, that this illusion that he's living under be, be cleared away, that he can see truly who he is and who you meant him to be. And this, this whispers and illusions that are around him that are swirling him. Influences that are trying to tell him that religion is bad and 
all these things, those voices are now silenced and that he can see his father for the loving man that he is and see clearly the loving family that he has and that heart that's now being, that's been confused. We're, we're just praying for a cleansing of his body, cleansing of his soul, cleansing of the spirit as the Holy Spirit flows through him and gives him truly the balance he needs in his life to understand that as we grow into these influences of today, there is an attempt to confuse people, but he, he truly understands who he is. He is a child of the Most High. He is a child intended to grow up to be a man, to have a woman as a wife, that there's only two genders, and that with that he will have children blessed by the Lord. Father, we just pray that that vision and that blessing be poured upon him like anointing oils over his head and over dripping across his body to clear him, to purge away the demonic influences and to restore his eyes to see his father and his family for what they are, mighty men and women of the Most High, in Christ Jesus' name. Hello, prayer warriors. I am asking for the prayers for my wife, deplorable dog mom's best friend's sister, Christy. So prayers for my wife's wife's best friend, Christy. So her, her wife's best friend is deplorable. His wife is deplorable dog mom. Okay. Sorry, I had to get that one right. She is struggling with addiction and needs to be lifted up in prayer and find the narrow path to walk with Jesus. Father, please place a hedge of protection around Christy and help her f- to find the path to healing from whatever struggle she is facing that is fueling the devil's grip of addiction. In your son's holy name, amen. Truth, patriot. Oh, I'm telling you. Devil, get behind me, because this is getting sick, and I'm really getting irritated at this. Because this is what the devil does. Someone has a wound, and so it it's like taking, if you can imagine having a wound, and then you take a screwdriver, and you kind of stick it in a little bit. It hurts, and it hurts more, and it hurts more, and it keeps pushing it in. And the wound doesn't give it a chance to heal. And so then there's this thing that comes. It's like, oh, look, you can take your pain away. And drugs become that place. And it's the, it's the trap. The screwdriver never leaves the wound. The hole gets bigger. The demonic flows in. And then the, the addiction takes over. And this is the devil's hand right here. Well, Father, we're declaring with the authorities given to us, that there is a hedge of protection placed around Christie. And all the demonic is now rebuked. There can be no more touching her or engaging her. Any demons trying to bridge that space, you will forever be burdened, or better, be required for eternity to speak the words, Jesus is Lord. I don't think that's going to be good for your business, but it's good for ours, so we'll just leave it at that. Jesus, we just ask that you put your hand on Christy. Just touch her and just let her feel the power of love that, that comes through kingdom, that flow through her. And this is for Christy, the word for Christy. And hopefully, Truth Patriot, you can convey this word. You've never been alone. And whatever that, there is a pain in your life that you're trying to escape from. You feel burdened by it. You're trying to bury that with drugs. 
And you need to understand that you have to make this choice. It's through Jesus that all things are forgiven. You have to trust in that. You're getting, you're being told and whispered to by this other side, which we've now rebuked. Those voices are now silenced, but they've been telling you that you're never going to get over that pain that you had from your youth and your childhood. Not true. It's a lie. Total, absolute lie. And I can't quite see what that pain is, but it's pretty clear. It's pretty heavy on your heart. And it's been worked in there and whittled in there to such a degree that you feel there's no escape. Not true. Jesus is right before you. Just open your eyes. He's right there. Lift your eyes up and look, and he is there. And all you have to do is reach, and he's there, and everything is forgiven. So, Father, we pray with all the authorities we have, a complete download of the Holy Spirit, just like a washing of waters to flow over Christy. And just to flood her through her whole body and to flood through her. And in so doing, all of that desire, all of that addictive nature of the, of the of drugs is just washed away. And those, those scales that are on her eyes, it's like cataracts. They're just suddenly, they're, they're gone and she's seeing clearly. And as she opens her eyes, let her also see the powerful, powerful love that stands there before her with deplorable dog mom and truth patriot. And let her just hear the voices. We pray this and declare this. That she'll hear the voices of angels singing. Beautiful melodies that will fill her heart. And in so doing, that beautiful melody will just flow through her and heal that wound. Massage it and let it go. There's going to be tears. Lots of them. Let it flow. Let those tears wash away. And know that Jesus is right there with you. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Prayer request, I invited three elderly ladies to see the sound of freedom today. Please pray God will open their eyes to what is really going on with the children, CK. Well, Father, this film is under a lot of attack, and for good reason. And it's also understandable that this is, again, one of these places that you've used tremendous engines to take what may have been designed for some measure of evil, you're using it for so much power of good. So, Father, we're praying that this film that continues to just massage people's hearts and break through this hardness can touch these three guests of CK. That they can just be touched and flowed and feel the flow of the Holy Spirit. In the, and, and, and even if they doubt the, the level of if there's doubt because they need proof, let them feel, let them feel that pain and echo of the children that have been so deeply tormented. Let that flood through their heart. Let them be reminded what it is to be a mother, to be a woman. And so, Father, we just pray for that amazing moment of just flowing through with the mightiness. And it's the truth that love carries. The truth, it brings us to that place. We can't turn away from it. We have to feel the moment and disconnectedness in this world of the pain of the children. Let it bring tears. Let it bring opening. And let it be known in this moment that the place to turn is to you. 
For there, Father, you can pour your guidance, your wisdom upon them. We bless them. We bless them. In, in, in this moment, we bless these three women in powerful truths. And we equally bless them in this umbrella of this amazing vision you've given us in Operation Vineyard. In Christ Jesus' name. Please pray for rain to cease for four months in southwest Victoria, Australia. Crops are waterlogged and livestock are suffering with pastures turning to mud. Please pray for rain to stop immediately and be dry during July, August, September, and October to give farmland time to recover. After the normal season weather can return, Sharon L. Well, it's, we need to remember that Australia is below the equator. So their season, this is their winter season right now. We're in summer. They're in winter. Well, Father, we're just, with all the authorities given to us, we are literally praying across west, southwest Victoria, Australia. We're praying for a pause, just a beautiful, um, like a big bubble of protection around them. The storms are now just going to be slowly dissipated. And even if these storms are created by the hands of evil men, there can be no more effect in this area. This is going to be an area where it's going to restore to the normal flow of weather. And this is now there's a time of pause we pray for, where the storms will just simply flow. Clouds won't, won't form to massive storms. Rather, they'll slowly feather away. And the land will be given time to dry, get solid. And the cattle will just feel the power of the Holy Spirit flow over this entire land. Father, you showed me that vision that we have this power and glory. So we're calling upon this now with our authorities that we can literally, as we visualize this, we can see the Holy Spirit flow through this land. We can see the cattle that are now worn down and heavy, the crops that aren't growing. We can see just the water slowly being pulled down into the lower levels to fill the cisterns, to fill its water table. And in the process, watching the plants now sprout and grow, watching the cattle get stronger and, and beautiful. This is, this is a statement here, Father, that in spite of what they try to do to us, we will overcome. Let the soils become enriched. Let the earth be restored. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. My name is Lynette from Bonnie Lake, Washington. My husband, Mark, and I have been listeners of Bards FM since the beginning. I rarely get a chance to be on live. But the few times that I, I have, chat welcomes me and with open arms. I have always found it very hard to ask for anything for us, but God has led me to give this prayer request to Scott. I am a vocal slash piano teacher and am currently the breadwinner in the family. God is so good. Students keep joining. My husband is 72. His passion for Christ has been such a blessing the last 42 years. We have five children, one foster, and only two that are still in contact with us. However, they all feel like we are conspiracy theorists and have lost our minds. I sometimes feel so alone here, not having any like-minded friends. My husband has severe back issues. We have been told surgery is not an option, and if something isn't done, he will be in a wheelchair in three years. No, he won't. That's not going to happen. Just telling you right now, I just got the big uh-uh from Father. Not happening. We received an email from doctor from a doctor I personally have seen 45 
years ago. I, I, it was for a free consultation. This is all God. He will be starting treatment Monday in the 10th. It's called NSSD, which is basically laser manipulation. I am seeking prayer that this will help Mark. It will. He so wants to find work that he can do, and I pray that he can do that. It's expensive, but we are putting our faith and trust in God completely. We have seen the power of prayer and and heard the beautiful testimonies that come only due to our Father God. We want to thank you, Scott, and all the Bars Nation for your never wavering, for never wavering, always speaking truth, keeping our Father God front and center. Much love and blessings. Well, this is an update. Update from the net last night. First treatment done. Mark said he already felt some relief. Thank you, Jesus. Three times a week for three months. Thanks for the prayers, Lynette. Well, we know that when, by the time we pray, we're part of a process. And if we're going to be in agreement, Father's already indicating that healing's being done. And that's why it's, it's interesting because he, it's like when she said the doctor told him he'd be in a wheelchair. Father's like, not a chance. So we've got a couple things to pray on here. But let's start with let's start with Lynette's husband Mark. This is really beautiful. I you know, I just wanna here we go. Huh. Man, the Holy Spirit's here now. Buckle up. I got some tears flowing right now. All right. First of all, Father, we just wanna bless these two. Man. What a what a testimony. Married for forty two years. Five children, one foster, and unfortunately, only two that are still in contact. That's, that's just sad. And I just, every time I hear this, Father, you know, I, my heart just, it breaks, but at the same time, I just want to, you're, let's say it, but you know what I want to do. And it's all coming from this culture of lies. So, Father, just, just to start with, we're seeing a turn in tide right now, a tremendous turn in tide. We have the authorities. We're speaking them now. We're declaring them now. You have told us that we can step on snakes and scorpions and have authority over the dominion of evil. And so we are declaring that authority over the lies that are being whispered to their children. We want those broken. We want those ears cleared out, eyes to see. We want the whispers to stop. So there's now a hedge of protection around this entire family, and it's filled with the Holy Spirit love. And it's just cleansing and washing and pushing away. And it, this back problem of Mark's, this isn't just, it's physically there's a solution now. But this is demonic. This has been part of wearing them down. Mark's powerful. And his love in Christ is strong. This, is, this attack that's been coming on him is they've tried to focus on the children and do the right thing. The devil stepped in there to try to do exactly what he does, which is separate them to make them feel alone. So these words, you're not alone, Lynette. And I know it feels that way. And I know it's hard as a parent. But you are so loved by Father. And your children will come home. I just got that. Your children will come home. Trust in the joy in Christ. Don't carry the burden of the words that have been put upon you. Those are not their words. I'm trying to tell your conspiracy theorists, your children are the most high. Cast that off. Just put a big, like, big armor wall up there. Lift up your shield. That's your. That's where the flaming arrow is right there. Lift up your shield. Hold it hard. 
and stand proudly with Father because he knows that we're coming. But the thing about archers is they only have so many arrows in their quiver, so they're going to keep throwing for a while. But the, arch the arrows are coming from your children intentionally. That's what they're trying to wear you down. So just rebuke that. And we rebuke it, Father, completely. It's, it's complete garbage. We're rebuking the demonic here. We're pushing it back and saying no more. And just so we're clear, the devil and his, and his minions, you've got no more dominion here. We take it back in the name of kingdom. We've set up a hedge of protection. We're flowing through with the Holy Spirit. We rebuke everything you do. Jesus, we're asking you to step in and cast these demons to where you want to. But we are declaring that forever and ever, the demons that are in this family, that are affecting the family, affecting Mark, you are now bound and gagged to speak these words forever, eternity. Jesus is Lord. And we're just feeling this beautiful flow of the Holy Spirit, restoring this, it's strengthening, it's restoring, it was strengthening this love of 42 years that had given themselves too much for, so much for the children. And that love that they share for one another is now pushing through the children. There is a restoration in the hearts to realize how much it took to love one another and raise these beautiful children. And Mark... You've become the right path. It's a good thing, but we're praying deeper into this. Father, we're declaring absolute healing over the back. And with this, there's a blessing of resources here. Whatever it takes, let that blessing flow down. There's not going to be burdens of money on this. We're praying for just absolute miraculous healing in the Holy Spirit. Our hands are right there. We're feeling that flow of miracle energy. This is those. This is a testimony to the glory of the living miracle God of miracles, Father. And we're declaring this healing right here, right now. And Mark is going to be restored and strong and stand up. And that's when it's going to happen. That next door is going to open right before him. Reinvigorated with the power of the Holy Spirit. And the door that you will open, Father, we're asking, we're declaring a door be open of opportunity to step in now and to take that blessing of healing and step into the world and put him where you need him, Father, to be a mighty warrior in this time in this war against evil. In Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Yesterday, Sunday, July 9th, we got absolutely hammered with rain here in New York. I'm in the Finger Lakes region. Ooh, that's, that's an interesting place. As I was coming home from meeting with a friend, all the roadways were flooded over and I couldn't get home. I sat on the side of the road for almost two hours crying and praying. Eventually, God gave my husband wisdom on the route that I could go to get home. Sure enough, it was a perfect route. God is good. I learned something about myself. I need to get mentally stronger for a crisis situation. I am weak in this area. I prayed to God, but didn't listen. I felt trapped there on the side of the road and all but myself. I just wanted to get home. That's all I could think about at that point where I could, couldn't even see an alternative route. I didn't, I appreciate prayer for wisdom and strength strengthen my mind and my emotions. I know what's coming is going to be scary and I need to be strong in my family and my neighbors. Love you all, Heather. Well, Heather, you were just given that blessing. You have a beautiful husband that guided you home and we need these moments like this to shake us. It's what awakens our eyes and allows us to put our eyes exactly where you have. You've put them in prayer through Father. So the first thing is to get rid of that old story. You're no longer weak like you're telling yourself. You're worthy, you're strong, and Father's flowing with wisdom. But you also did the great thing as you turned to your husband. 
and to God. What a beautiful, what a beautiful story here. There's more to this story though. Right? You're in the Finger Lakes area of New York. Father has been waging a war up there. There's deep issues of child sex trafficking in that area. And I don't know all of what's there, but those storms were far greater. So my guess is you'll probably be overwhelmed with something more than just the storm. Those were pains and strings of children. So there's something there, a spark to awaken, something bold to do, something to follow. Operation Vineyard, maybe however that is in your heart, seek out the children. There's, a, there's something I think you need to explore, because I think you are very sensitive to something bigger. It's just a feeling I have. But Heather, we're praying, Father, we're declaring just an um, amazing filling of our heart. This, this beautiful follower of Bards Nation, Heather, filling up her heart with just the courage of the warrior Christ. And we, it's what we learn in our crisis. And just we also pray for just the release of guilt. Or the, I, I'm, I'm, I'm the idea of telling ourselves that we can't, or that we're weak. This is gone, and we wash that away. And Heather, just speak Jesus into that. Speak Jesus and just say, Jesus, I'm here, I'm done. I'm going to follow you as a warrior of Christ and let go. And don't let those demons whisper that to you. And that's where we establish a hedge of protection. We rebuke all the demonic. And we flood that area fully with the Holy Spirit to restore the strength of the heart. To raise up your eyes, heaven. Look at Jesus. See him. Seek his face and say, I'm yours. Thank you. And praise the Lord for where you are. And it's amazing experience. It's broken the bonds have broken you from the cave that you're in trying to tell you that you are not possible or you are weak you're not you're strong and you're mighty you're a child of the most high in christ jesus name amen family i ask that we all pray for ammon bundy and the newly assigned judge in his case i implore everyone to read ammon's most recent letter to the judge this is a cps case it's a tragedy unfolding before our very eyes. While the child was returned and criminal charges against the mother dropped for obstruction of justice because she couldn't handle her child over the state, they are trying to destroy Ammon and his family for standing up and speaking out to the injustice. Okay. That's something I guess we'll put this up in the telegram in telegram room to read the case. It's um it's with peoplesrights.org. Just so you know. And this is just says, please read this letter and pray for those involved. Almost normal is where this is from. So thank you, Almost Normal. I, I've had Ammon on the show, as you know. He's a great man. So, Father, we're, we're going to pray here truly for just a, we just want a, a, a whole company of, arm, of war angels to circle Ammon Bundy and his family, just to stand up here and be mighty around him. And we need this hedge of protection around this family. And now we just, it's literally soldiers facing out, spears up, swords drawn, ready to go. This is, this is a powerful moment here of protecting this family. This is an enemy on the march thinking they found a vulnerability. We're praying into Ammon and just praying truly in his flow of his, uh, just the standard, the flow filled with the Holy Spirit. And we're just praying for an encounter with Jesus. Ammon to have him witness Jesus before him, to fill him fully with strength, to renew him. And Jesus asks that you can just be there. And to now let's let, the, let those horns of Gideon blow and let the truth echo across 
the across the valley and let the judge be shaken and let him realize the truth is before him and let that space the let the the courtroom be filled and the judgment space be filled and let this case be lifted to the courts of heaven not the courts of men but that we take this case to the courts of heaven and we place it before the courts of heaven Ammon and his letter and the judge and we we ask father with the authorities given to us we we ask for a, a a ruling to be given a judgment to be given that is in the light of the courts of heaven and not the courts of earth to break those shackles and binds that are trying to hold us here and let this judgment flow down through the courts on earth to fill this space and to restore justice, one piece of justice at a time. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Prayer request for Friday. I am a type 2 diabetic since 2004. For 20 years, I have been on the meds that were not generic but covered by Blue Cross, and I have not had any side effects or headaches, dry eyes, and not having control with my blood glucose. One month ago, a generic from Junuvia was available, and I was transferred to it as Blue Cross wanted to save 75% more money. Unfortunately, ever since I have gone on to it, it's not working, and I have all these side effects. My doctor has requested that I be put back on Genuvia, but I can take up to 10 years for that to be approved. If it is not, I, am, I will have to pay full price of $3 a day on top of $120 a month for the plan from, for liver drugs I am on. I am also a senior and does not receive any support and have been unable to do to health been able to work except from home, which has been very rare. I have a website and a blog where support links are, and I'm doing podcast teachings and graphic design myself, self-taught. I request either God heals me or provides finances so I can afford these essential drugs. Also, if there is no provision soon, we could default on our mortgage as we are unable to pay our $1,000 per month expenses as we have incurred severe debt. Thank you for all, for all my fellow patriots for your care. I am very thankful to Father for providing Scott's obedience, guidance, and support through Bards FM and Bards Nation. Updates. Symptoms are getting worse. Concern of heart attacks, stroke, blindness, much dizziness, blurry vision. Please, Scott, include me in your Friday online prayer. God bless. Saber lighter. We're going back to John 5.5. 5. A man was there who had been ill for 38 years. When Jesus saw him there and knew that he had already been a long time in that condition, he said to him, Do you wish to get well? Saber Lighter, the question to you is, Do you wish to get well? There's a lot of story in that. Stories are anchors. Words have the power of life and death. Do you wish to get well? The sick man answered him, Sir, I have no man to put me into the pool when the water is stirred up, but while I am coming, another steps down before me. Saber lighter, your story, many, many things. Got it. 
medicine. These are, we start to see what's happening. God's weaning us from things, but if we keep trying to hang on to the old stories, we're going to stay there. Do you wish to get well? Jesus said to him, get up, pick up your pallet and walk. John Saber, Saber Lighter, I declare the authorities given to me, get up, pick up your pallet and walk and choose whom you serve. Immediately, the man became well and picked up his pallet and began to walk. John Saberlighter, or Saberlighter, as I, as I read this passage, the thing that struck me so powerfully was when you talked about the change of drugs. Junuvia. It's interesting. June is in that name. June's a big month of sacrifice. Genuvia, the drug you're switched to is intended to give you a choice. Father, we're praying into this with the authorities given to us to see full and complete healing for Saber Lighter. And as I'm flowing this message that you're giving, there's a powerful message here to choose, to choose to literally get up, pick up our palate and walk. We're tied in so deeply with the systems that we're in that are constantly trying to get us roped around and knotted up so that we have no way out. There is always a way through and out. It's always through our Savior, Jesus. Get up, pick up your pallet and walk. So, Saber Lighter, as we pray into this, we pray that as you're getting up. Father, we're declaring massive healing here, restoration freeing from the burden of drugs, the full body restored, the body temple turned again into the perfection it's intended to literally get up, pick up your pallet and walk. The burden of the finances just washes away. The blessings that are needed to open the doors that are needed to step outside the home, behind, step outside the walls that you put up, metaphorically, physically, get past the walls. Step out of the dead stone walls. Get up, pick up your pallet, and walk, and be healed. And we declare these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Hello, Scott and Bart's family. I'm asking for a little prayer. Although I'm not a certified teacher, I homeschooled my family for 12 years, and the passion for teaching is still in my heart. I am also so blessed to be the libertarian, or the librarian, excuse me, in a small community and have the liberty to plan all the programming that happens at my branch. I have been in prayer about how I can help homeschooling families other than with my opinion of curriculum, lending curriculum to my personal collection, tutoring and support. In September, I will be leading a homeschool group at my library. I will teach the lessons as the kids work on a hands-on project, and build a book about each lesson to take home with them. I need a little prayer that I will honor God, that he will lead, and I will listen, that I am organized, that I have the wisdom to choose excellent curriculum, and that everyone walks away blessed. Scott, I know you'll find just the right words to bring before the Lord. I want you all to know how much you are loved and appreciated. I am so blessed to be part of this beautiful family. Thank you, and may God bless you always. DJ Shaw 27. 
Well, yeah, I've got the first word. It came right from the Lord. He doesn't want certified teachers. He's calling his teachers. And DJ Shaw, 27, you're one of his teachers. That's why you're there. So don't let that garbage hang over you because Father is not of this world and he's really get pretty much fed up with this world. And that's why he's standing up his kingdom warriors to step into the space to start taking care of the children as you're doing. So what a beautiful thing. You've already made the first step, DJ Shaw. And the door he has opened, you've, you've accepted and you're walking through. Big part here is now to accept the gift that he's giving you, the trust that's upon you, and the love that he has for you. So, Father, we are truly blessed to have this opportunity to bring this prayer to you. Prayer of somebody who sees their opportunity and is grabbing hold of the point in time to help and nurture the children. The children is just another part of Operation Vineyard to rescue, to heal, and to restore. So, Father, we pray that you'll flood down all the wisdom, all the courage, all the beautiful insights, all the passion for these little ones into DJ DJ Shaw 27. Let Let her just be warmed by everything that's there to when she looks at a book, to be able to just see it for even from the binding, to know if it's right or if it's wrong, to have an unbelievable level of clarity and discernment, to be able to see the eyes and the hearts of the children and to be able to convey to them the love of Jesus and let that flow into them, to inspire them to build these projects and be inspired to seek the truth through you, Lord. May she be blessed as one of your teachers. And in fact, we declare that in, this, in the eyes of kingdom that she be brought to the throne to be given the blessing and honor for the station that she is at. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Could you please pray for Kirk Harford? He was in a small plane crash in San Rafael. He is in critical condition. Thank you, CK. Well, Father, Whatever has happened in this accident we, and whatever his condition is, we declare healing and miraculous healing over Kirk Harford. May the power of the Holy Spirit just flow through him, and may he be filled with that love, joy, and overwhelming understanding of the origins of this incredible healing. And may he become one of yet another testimony to be able to speak the word Jesus and speak the power of the Holy Spirit and, and the healing nature of everything through prayer into the world. Guide him, bless him, and restore him in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Hello, prayer warriors. I'm getting a prayer request. I am putting in a prayer request for my wife's boss's daughter, Emily. She is a veterinarian student in college doing an internship in Vermont. She has been stranded and staying with a couple she barely knows due to mass flooding going on there. She is only 13 miles from Montpellier. Montpellier, which is experiencing severe flooding and storm damage. She is practically family to my wife and I, and we've been we've both known her since the day she was born. Father, please place the hedge of protection around Emily and those that are sheltering her and all of her, your children in the path of these severe storms. Keep them all safe and give them peace and comfort to make it through. In your Son, Jesus Christ, holy name, amen, truth patriot. Well, Father, I know that you're, there's something really amazing here, that you're moving your 
your children around to connect with one another in unusual ways. These storms truly are about building new bridges, new connections, reweaving the fabric of the, of the, of the body of Christ. So, Father, we just pray for Emily. We just pray that she'll have the strength in her heart, that she just has an amazing moment of fulfillment and filling of the Holy Spirit and has an encounter with Jesus in this moment to realize the blessing that's been put before her. Step away from fear if there is any. Keep her protected. And we pray that protection is powerful. Her armor is mighty. And that literally that there is a... We station a war angel by her to ensure that she is protected. And to do that, to allow that comfort to fill into her heart and that comfort to fill into her family and to fill into Truth Patriot. And to understand, Father, that she's there for just another part of this amazing moment in time to connect, to weave, to heal. And whoever her hosts are, we just pray for a blessing over them and that there's any, if there's any sort of maliciousness in their heart, we have no way of knowing, it's just flushed through. And if it's just two strangers you brought together, then may this spark something truly incredible. May there be just an amazing spark of love and compassion and a restoration of the foundations of what we stand for. And through each other, may they rescue, heal, and restore. Amazing words that just keep echoing through this time, Father. May those words just echo in each other's lives and hearts and restore beautiful things here in the kingdom. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Prayer request. My 91-year-old dad fell and broke his hip yesterday and is in surgery as I write as I write this. And that date was a few days ago, July 11th. He is an anomaly here in the VA hospital as he is unvaxxed and not on any medication whatsoever. He is strong and close to God the Father, just asking for prayers for his recovery and God's intervention over his surgeons and caregivers, as clearly this hospital is still requiring masks on certain floors, so I know we are in the belly of the beast. His name is John. Thank you all. Love you all. Donna G. Well, Father, we're just going to just pray over John and we're just going to visualize and just declare over him just a complete bubble of protection of the Holy Spirit. Just completely envelop him. And any desire or need for the doctors to try to yak about masks or try to press a vax or anything will be completely rebuked. John's off limits to all of that. And so we need that to settle into him and know that he's in the comfort of you and he's safe with you. And now for the healing. Hip, broken hips are painful, and they seem to always cause such negative impact on the body at this age. Well, that's not going to be the case today, Father. We're declaring absolute and miraculous healing over John's hip. We're praying into that restoration that his the surgeons do an amazing job, and then his body kicks into an incredible rapid healing, and the caregivers and the doctors are just stunned, overwhelmed by the miracle of healing, how fast John restores, is restored, and his hip comes back to normal. Full strength, full weight, just like he was when he was a child. The full power of restoration. We declare that over John and his his whole body, his hip, and the restoration through the power of the Holy Spirit, the love in Christ and you, Father, in Christ Jesus' name. I'm feeling a little discouraged. I don't go to church in my town because I haven't found one that's bold and or willing to talk about things, even if it's uncomfortable. 
but I am involved with a few people from a church around here. So every other week or so, they do a free coffee and prayer drive through through thing. I go to be there to pray with uh, with whoever drives through, but it doesn't seem like the people there are with me praying are in the same level. There is no fire in their belly. I suggested we do this all year round, even in the winter, and people looked at me like I'm crazy. Seems like the only want to do it when it is convenient in perfect weather. Just feels like no one's willing to give their all. I'm ready to give it all, but I'm, but it doesn't seem like anyone around me is willing to do it as well. It's hard to put it into words, I guess, but I just could use some prayers. TM. Well, TM, you're doing great things. You're trying to look to the others to be like you, and God wants you to be there so the others see what the right way is right. Flip the script. Instead of feeling like you're down and that others aren't following, understand that he's put you in a place of leadership. And this is what's so profound. He's placed you there so that you can do exactly what is on your heart. Do it. Step in and make sure that this event goes every day through the winter, all year round, or however you're going to do that. It should never stop. And those people that are around you don't know what a fire in the belly is like. Because those people around there have never witnessed a fire in the belly, a, a passion for Christ. And that's exactly why he has you there. So we have to take advantage of where we are Hang on just a sec. I'm reading something here. The audio is still bad, I guess. Is the audio still bad? Give me a 5-5. Five five. Give me a 5-5 five five on this. Okay, it's fine. Yeah, no surprise we had some bad audio. Demons were attacking. So just keep with it. It's all good. All right, so anyway. TM, you, you've just got to step into what the gift the Father has given you. You're there. You're in the right place. He has you. This is what he's been doing is he's been spreading his children out that are mighty in him. And he doesn't want you to turn to have them, you be following them. He wants them to see in you what he's given you. So, Father, we're, we're declaring right now a, a, a restoration of confidence in TM to cast away that darkness. This is a demon that you're playing with. That's a demon of just trying to drain you down. We're putting a hedge of protection around TM. Cast that out. Reinvigorate the heart in this excitement. And step into the authorities that God's given you. And Father, we pray for that surge of the Holy Spirit within her to spark that step and to hear these words today. These powerful words and prayers that are just going to shake that up and shake the demons free and literally step into the mightiness of understanding the authorities that were given and the opportunity given to lead a ministry in this community through the simple act of prayer and coffee. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Friends, two years old, friends, a friend's two-year-old granddaughter, Josephine, threw up in her sleep and choked and stopped breathing. 
the paramedics are working on her in the amb- ambulance driving to the hospital. Okay. Well, I mean, Josephine's parents were very close to my kids. When they were high schoolers, they taught my kids in Awana. When they got married, they made it a special day for the kids they taught. We were at the grandma's house for Bible study when she got the call that the EMTs were working on Josephine and she was heading to the hospital in the ambulance. We went to another house to pray, and while we're praying, we got the text saying that she had died. Too much death. Keith Kluxdal. Wow. These are hard, Father. And we can't make sense of these. And an innocent two-year-old to be called back, it's hard here when we are witnessing so much death. Father, we just pray for the blessings of that child and that all that the child brought into this earth, that the gift that was there is that for the child's short time here will be felt in each person's heart to spark a passion to continue this fight, to do all we can for the children in all walks of our life. May this always be a reminder and may this memory of Josephine be so deep and passionate that rather than being a burden and a pain and an emptiness, it be filled with a love and passion to do work to help other children in any capacity, whether it's child sex trafficking, whether it's helping the children get a better and true education in Christ, whether it's giving children an opportunity to be innocent. May Josephine's memory flow through and heal the hearts through the inspiration of doing great things for children in our lives. In Christ Jesus' name. Testimony, my son is feeling God's presence. He hears his voice. He is still feeling the battle but can recognize God's voice. He is in prayer and is asking for specific healing to his knee that has sustained a mild meniscus tear, devastating as for him as this has stopped him in his tracks related to playing his passionate game of soccer or even being able to kick a ball around. He uses this outlet to manage other areas of his life so it had been so it has been a domino effect he said he has prayed for healing big step for him and it got worse so he has declared god's will be but it is shaking with the idea that he will need to live with this pain i had been it had been several months now the prayer is that god will hear ross's heart and heal the knee in such an unmistakable way that ross cannot deny it is god is it is a god gift to him undeniably feeling so blessed we are even here at this moment he is walking with god and is working on cracks in the armor i am asking for the numbers to lift my son ross in prayer the spiritual battle for his mind, body, and soul is visibly real, and he's being waged against him aggressively, as we are witnessing over the last couple of weeks. For reasons only God knows, it has become more intense. I am requesting prayers at this moment, and at any time, he and our and our family may come to your hearts and minds. I pray that our prayers become so loud, Satan will release him from that grip he has on him. I am asking for prayers to be added to our Friday Prayers Nation prayer list as well. Thank you. Well with my soul. 
Well, Father, we know why this is happening, because Satan is after to steal all the children. And when one stands up and declares Christ and begins to seek you and seek your face, they become a target. And obviously, this is an important one for Satan, a powerful voice that's rising, and the demons are on the move. First word just for, well with my soul, son. Father has a time and a place for things here. I, I dealt with sciatica, which I was equally paralyzing for me for almost five months. And suddenly through the prayers and the various things I worked through, I woke up and it was gone. So this is a similar thing. There's a lot in these issues that we're dealing with when we have pain and injury like this, that there's more to it than that, that there's processes that we have to work through. So the first word is speak Jesus. Speak Jesus and submit yourself to the throne and open your heart up to whatever needs to be repented upon. Let Father guide, let him show you and ask Father for what needs to be done. On the other side of this, Father, we, in the, authorities, the authorities given to us, we declare a powerful hedge of protection around this young man. We rebuke any of the demonic and any of the demonic hand that's in, in, trying to inflame things, trying to keep an injury going, trying to stir doubt in you. It's completely rebuked. And now we are filling this space with the power of the Holy Spirit. And any of the demons that come near this young man are forever gag bound and committed for eternity to speak the word. Jesus is Lord. And Jesus, we turn any of those demons over to you immediately for judgment. For this young man, we just pray and, and fill his, pray and declare healing over his entire body. Our eyes, our, our heart, our soul are all committed to the healing of the knee. And this, this thing that's in there that's just kind of stuck and, and torn, we're now just, so we're seeing it heal and restore. And with it, there's a complete healing of the body. It's a flowing through all the way to the heart down to the foot. There's a healing of the body a strengthening of it, a return. But with this, this has been a trial, a necessary trial to test the heart, to see the path of Job. Read Job, the path of Job. Be true, never let your heart waver. Always seek God and repent. And let this step now that you're making, which is a bold one because you're stepping out of Satan's camp into God's, never doubt your path. Step into that, keep your eyes forward, and keep marching with the Holy Spirit. Don't let these small injuries tear you down. Sometimes we carry them for a while because Satan doesn't want to let go, but as long as our heart is true with Jesus, we will break those bonds. And we do sever any of the tendrils or connections to that knee. They're done and over with. And we're flooding that in. That void is filled with the love of the Holy Spirit and miraculous, incredible healing. And so, Father, we do declare miraculous and instant healing over this knee as we raise this young man up in the body of Christ and give him the glory and filling of the Holy Spirit. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Please pray for my grandson's best friend who has an aggressive, oh, hang on a second, has an aggressive osteosarcoma cancer. I've never been good with medical words. 
They've tried every possible treatment doctors have, have available. He was a very talented drummer and featured on the local news here as he was able to meet several celebrities. That stopped as a tumor caused his bone to break. His story has touched many people and many are praying for him. Now he's been given a few days. I'm praying he is at peace with the Lord and not afraid. Of course, I believe in miracles, but most importantly, that is his heart is that his heart draws near to Jesus and he's at peace. There was a group who reached out to offer prayer for him and come to his house sometime soon, praying for his amazing family and parents, also his friends who are close to him. He is 13. 13. Thank you, Sherry Wynn. We'll pray and we'll rebuke and we'll establish healing. Father, the war is on children, yet another one gifted with the talent to play as a drummer. And so let the drums play. Father, with the authorities given to us, we declare with the blood of Christ an absolute healing over this young man, a miraculous healing. He's now been brought to the end, been told that his, his end. These are the stories of the devil that keep weaving in to try to grow the power of this tumor. We rebuke that, and we're actually seeing this tumor completely shrink, being pushed out around him. We have a hedge of protection around him, and we're flowing and filling that hedge of protection with a powerful healing flow of the Holy Spirit. This is a boy who has a talent to speak through drums and a language of music, and we're seeing that completely restore within him. And Father, we're declaring with this that he has a, an opening of hope within him. We're flooding hope into his heart. And Jesus, we're asking that you can be present there to put your hands on him. Let him witness your presence. Let him know fully the power and love of kingdom. Let him understand truly the potential of what's there. If all he has to do is say yes. So a word for this young man. Speak Jesus. This is one of these moments. Do we say we want to pray for this man to be right with Jesus? No. Go to him and tell him, speak Jesus. Encourage him. Speak Jesus. Don't ask for outside. Take it to him. Deliver it to him. We're praying into him right now. Let that power flow into him and heal him. And now be the emissary that takes the word to him and say, speak Jesus. And like always, Get up, pick up your pallet, and walk. Ask him truly, do you wish to be well? Do you wish to get well? And Father, we think he does wish to be well, but I think that there's been a powerful and heavy burden placed upon him of this belief that he can't escape this tumor. So we're rebuking that voice. We're rebuking any of those influences of the demonic realm. They are no longer able to touch him or influence him. And as we declare healing, we're, we're declaring this tumor shrinking and retracting and the body rapidly restoring back to where it was. And the words, we declare the words to be into his head, to hear him, have him hear John 5, 5, to hear those words. Do you wish to be well? And let those resonate in his heart through Jesus and Jesus be there to speak those words to him. Do you wish to be well? Get up, pick up your pallet and walk in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. 
I just got a text from my son. He rarely texts and is even less likely to ask for prayers. His friend's son is struggling with after surgery and needs prayers. That is all. See Yahweh. Father, we just pray for a healing and strength in this young man who's been through surgery. We just pray that whatever he's dealing with, that as we declare healing over him, to raise him up and to give him a power and experience of the Holy Spirit that will awaken him to the true God, you, Lord, and the mightiness of what kingdom is and to draw his understanding to where and whom he serves. In Christ Jesus' name. I'm asking for a prayer on my daughter's behalf. Her 2018 car had a catastrophic engine failure, a, a known recall, which Ford said they won't cover a replacement because of a small list of requirements. She bought an extended warranty when she bought the car, and they will be looking at it today or Monday. Please pray that they do the right thing and approve to replace the engine with no cost to her. This has an effect on our whole family as we only have two cars for our family of five with many different work schedules. Thank you, C.L. Klein. Well, Father, we just pray for truly just the blessings to flow down on this family and just to provide the resources and the right, the right outcome of this, an outcome that's based on keeping this family in, in the right alignment for what they need so as we pray a hedge of protection around them from any dark influences, we equally pray for all those involved in this to have a heart of Jesus, to be touched with that love and compassion, to understand that there's a right thing to do here. And whatever resources are needed, Father, that those doors are open and they flood through to help C.L. Klein's daughter and their family and to be able to set this right so that the family can continue to function well together that in the, and in this process let the family find the bonds may this be the moment when the eyes are open truly to the power of prayer and the power of the love of jesus let this moment be transformational for the family as a whole to come together more tightly more efficiently and truly build a greater love in the body of christ in christ jesus name amen we need prayers. My husband was called to HR Monday morning. The hospital he's worked at, healthcare system he hasn't been in for almost 27 years, that he's been in, the healthcare system he's been in for almost 27 years decided to fire him three years from retirement. He is still in need of prayer for the biopsy coming up Monday. Mom has a biopsy scheduled on the 20th of this month. Oh, and my husband's insurance runs out on July 31st. So please keep all this in your prayers. I thank everyone who has been praying already. Love you all. God is all good. God is good all the time. Fireproof. Okay. There's something very amazing happening right now if we're paying attention. And these moments that are happening that seem like desperation are actually moments of freedom. We're being broken from the system and cast freed from the system. So, so much of this, of these prayers, we, as we pray, Father, we're just praying for a turn of hearts to see truly the gift rather than the burden. And in these moments, the, the, this hospital that has been, has fired Fireproof's husband after 27 years, 
whatever that resolve is, may there just be a, a heart of Jesus in this, a true kindness of flow to do the right thing, to provide him with the resources that he needs moving forward. But equally, Father, we as we pray for the, the opportunity of the, or this biopsy that's happening, may he be fully restored in healing, we, and we declare healing over him. This is a complicated prayer. I'm not doing it well. All right, Father, we're just going to start this over because this is all over the place with pieces that are just flying. This has got to be the devil that's doing this. This is pretty simple. So, Father, we're just going to declare healing at the center point of where the problem is, which is in that biopsy. That's where it begins. We're just going to declare healing. And healing there to the to the husband, to fireproof's husband to restore him and to re- refresh his body, and with this, let this healing flow through their hearts to understand that everybody's in change right now, and to heal the commitment to the old story and embrace the narrative that we're stepping forward in. We have the power, the power of life and death in words. Let us shape that future the way we're wanting it. Let us pray into this, and we pray for the resources to flow and the doors to open. As this moment in change happens, may there be a a tremendous shift in the hearts of the family to realize the opportunity that is there to heal from from this moment of change into being restored into the kingdom. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Prayers for Faith after her dad fell on the 21st of May and broke his hip with the surgery and then to rehab while still keeping my two-year-old grandson. If, if life has been hectic, to say the least. Dad took a turn for the worst at the end of June because of UTI infections due to having to have a catheter, which he received on May 21st. Of course, they changed it, but he still had four UTIs, which affect the mind of the elderly. After the third week of June, he stopped eating and drinking much and refused to take any meds. He started spitting them out. The 29th was the last day he ate or drank, and I had to put him in hospice care. Friday the 30th was the last time he responded to me, and I don't think he knew me because he was very mean and ugly to me. I stayed all... I stayed all missed 24 hours with me with with a break every now and again when the sitter would come and, and or the hospice nurse. Watching someone die is one of the hardest things I have had to do, and watching him take his last breath alone was heart-wrenching. He passed on the 5th of July at 9.44 p.m. The funeral will be on the 15th, praying my life will get back to more normal schedule after the funeral. No, I have been praying for all you guys and, and Bardsfest, the, the move and the wedding. I have a friend that keeps me up to date on all. My father, may father bless you guys and all B-dads. Faith. It's from Faith. There's some interesting pieces about this. A story I'm going to relate to just very quickly, which Father wants me to share. Meds are obviously the killers, and it's interesting that at the end, Faith, your father was spitting them out. He probably knew what was right. I wouldn't, the, the hard part about death is when we witness it, 
especially when we go through a change like this and they've been affected in so many different ways by the medicines, the mind is not seen clearly. And there seems to be a burden here of him not recognizing you and saying he died alone. He didn't die alone. You were there. So don't carry the burden. This is a blessing that you were there, and it's a blessing that you were part of this in such a big way. And life isn't intended to be easy, but you were to be there with him to help him in that moment. So that's a burden you have to let go of to let your life to give back. Father, we pray that the funeral, which is tomorrow, will be a, a celebration of life, and that Faith can see and feel the glory of her Father in all that is there, and to truly embrace his life and all the gifts that he gave to her and how she's now stepped into his place and taken what he's given to give her the strength in this moment. So, Father, we pray for that blessing as we have the transition from one generation to the next. We pray for her father as he moves on, and we pray for the greater healing in the heart of faith. There's always going to be a, a, a loss, but can we we pray here and declare here that that loss will turn into a gift of the greatness of who he was and all the great things he's given to her in this moment to allow her to be in this time as she is strong and mighty in the, in, in the Lord and in, in, in Christ. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Two more. Prayer for the West Coast, please. We have, a, have set up conditions for a new round of wildfires and are informing us they are coming. Here's the post I received on an El Dorado County emergency page on Facebook. The National Weather Service is adding a new type of red flag warning on the West Coast to keep people informed on any unusual high-risk high wildfire risks. It's called a particularly dangerous situation, PDS, red flag warning. The National Weather Service said mo both red flag warnings are similar, but a PDS means weather conditions can threaten people's lives. That warning is reserved to the driest and windiest conditions. The National Weather Service said that they expect to see the warning only on rare occasions, about once every three to five years. Please pray against their attempts to burn us out on the rural and mountain regions of the state, Oregon and Washington. Pray that their directed energy weapons and other methods of sparking wildfires would not function. Pray for the safety of our citizens. Thanks, Bards Nation, Julie Ross. Step one, don't accept the fear of the narrative which they put in our hearts because that's how they get the license to operate. So, Father, we're praying over this region we just pray for a hedge of protection around the hearts of the people to reject and rebuke any of the fear that's being seated in the preparation for what they want to come. Furthermore, Father, we pray and rebuke any technologies, any, any sort of demonic activity, any sort of pyrotechnic craziness of, of these demons, that it is now rebuked and it's, it no longer works. We've extinguished the fire at the source. And we pray this hedge of protection around California, Oregon, and Washington. And with this, we pray for the, the appropriate weather to soften the soil, to, to, to green up the grass, and to restore the earth in its mightiness. May the winds blow in such a way that it doesn't enhance fire, but enhance, rather it brings in clouds to rain. And may 
the ideas of the demons that are behind this that are trying to prep the ground for fires, may they themselves be gagged and may they be rebuked and any of their activities that are involved in this. We are praying that each and every one of them that are involved in these plans to bring fires are brought to the courts of heaven to be judged. And Father, we declare and ask that this judgment be made in any moment that they perform these acts to harm this world and your children. And though we don't have names, you know who they are, and we ask that they are brought before the courts of heaven to be immediately judged for actions that harm or put people in harm's way or destruction of the property of this world and the forests and the and the, the living beasts. We pray this hedge of protection to be eternal in this space, that it will be of a place of harmony, a place of growing power of the Holy Spirit. The West Coast will then start to grow and empower itself mightily with the Holy Spirit to continue to push these demons out and to cast them out. We say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Last prayer is for... Let me get this last prayer up. Hang on. The last prayer is for um, several areas. The prayer is for all who are enduring extreme weather conditions from drought and extreme heat waves to flooding and fires. And then that would specifically include Punky, who is has some family in North Carolina under tornado warnings, Tam, who is getting extreme temps in temperature in Texas with a drought, and Meg, who's flooding in, is dealing with flooding in different parts of the U.S. And, it, and no, it is, can't remember, but they think it's Northeast and Florida. Okay, well, Father, we know that we're dealing with some extreme weather for a variety of reasons. And the biggest prayer that we have right now are those that are living in Christ and those that are part of our families that are living in Christ. We just pray for their protection and we pray for their continued strength in their walk in Jesus and that wherever they are, that they have a hedge of protection around them, that they have the resources needed and that in those places that they are, that this is an opportune time where doors can open to build strength and community and love in Jesus. And may they be blessed with all of that in Christ Jesus name. Amen. Okay, Patriots. So that's a pretty good little run of prayers today. Let's close with a good prayer. Father God, we thank you for this time that we come together in prayer each Friday. Powerful prayer to prayer, powerful time for us to pray and to continue to walk in the authorities given to us. We pray that in each Friday that we continue to fall deeper into this walk with you and have our eyes open to the greatness and limitless possibilities of where we can work in our authorities to bring the joy of Christ into this world, to to literally share the gospel of Jesus Christ, to heal the sick and the broken, to cast out demons, to raise the dead, and to pursue that greater area of greater works than he. Father, we thank you for all that you bless us with. You thank you for the continued walk that we have. We continue to thank you for the opportunity given to us in this commission of, of Operation Vineyard. And we pray that those doors will continue to open and flood open. And Father, just as a, as a final prayer today, we just pray that the 
the vision that was given to turn this county, Douglas County, into a stronghold and filled with the Holy Spirit, a stronghold for the Operation Vineyard, that all the resources, the lands needed, all of these be be declared and, and be given the resources needed to fulfill that vision so that it can be a starting point to move this vision across the nation and across the world. We say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. All right, patriots. Good day. A busy one. Lots of prayer. So thank you. Thank you for sticking around. We'll check you tonight. We're going to have a discussion about just the normal craziness of our time, always pivoting back to the most important topic we have, which is our kids, our children. Keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God always wins. But we are here in this time, in this place, for just such a time as this. We're at war. So walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Subdue the enemy. Mission forward. Patriots, I'll see you tonight for Bards FM. Until then or until the next time, God bless and out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made, therefore they can be solved by man, and man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable, and we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs, and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who moved forward and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you. 
thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples. It has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. We push, we climb, we never give in, we become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray, we stand, we live by the words, in God we trust, we fear nothing, we are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath. <laughs> 